safe, sound, and healthy. And I hope um, those of you who are getting tired of prolonged winters are actually getting to see some sun. On this side of the globe, we are seeing lots and lots of it. Uh, the heat is speeding down. In fact, um, uh, Karachi, which is basically a very a moderate temperature uh, normally it has very moderate temperatures because of the sea and everything um, I've heard I don't live in Karachi I live in Lahore so I've heard that um, they're expecting it to shoot up to 40 degrees in Karachi which is pretty unprecedented because uh, 40 is normal for here in Lahore and that's during the summer and right now in Lahore we are basically going through the 30s <clears throat> You know, we're like 34, 30, 31. At night, it can go down to 24, 27. Uh, so it's, you know, spring here. We're not seeing any signs of it shooting up to 40 any sooner, thank God. Um, maybe it's because of, as I said, um, Lahore, it does get affected by the northern areas because we are... You know, we are not part of the mountains or anything, but we are closer to um, the hilly areas. The mountain, you know, so <clears throat> if it if there is um, prolonged snowfall, for example, up north, that helps maintain the temperature here in the war. Um, so yeah, it's but it's I wouldn't call it cool. Yeah, there's a lot of you know it's, it's breezy days and everything, but. That doesn't necessarily make it cool. But yes, the fan is on at full speed and that helps. So nowadays, just the fan would suffice. That's pretty good. And <clears throat> how is business going for everybody? Because I know that uh, because of COVID, there has been, uh, you know, it's been quite disastrous, especially for the middle class families. And everybody knows that the backbone of any country is the middle class because they are the most balanced of all social classes and as you know moderation is key for any in anything in life <clears throat> and similarly a class that uh, is based on moderation both socially and uh, Generally and financially, economically speaking, this class uh, is supposed to be the backbone of any country. And if you, because the very poor and the very rich, these are two classes that are basically very privileged in our country. The very rich get away without paying taxes, even though the current government is actually working mostly on those people for the first time in history. Um, and the very poor, obviously, uh, uh, all those taxes, according to the Islamic system, <clears throat> all the taxes are taken and then they're used for the welfare of the country, especially the poor people. So the poor class is quite privileged as well. And especially nowadays where there is more um, work opportunities for them as compared to for the middle, the middle class families are struggling. They are struggling because they are those that were owners of businesses there were those that were owners of small businesses, big businesses, um, you know, and 
during COVID, they've had to close down their businesses. Despite, I mean, it's it is true that the government has offered them loans and uh, lots of benefits in order to help them revive their businesses, but it's not easy, obviously. And my main concern is that because at the end of the day, no matter how you see it and whether you like it or not, the the main uh, the majority of the taxpayers are your middle class people. So if they are not able to make money, they will not be able to pay taxes. And if they do not pay taxes, then the government will not be able to secure the welfare of the country and of the poor. So there is that cycle after all. So you have to take care, if you want your country to, to develop, and to take great strides in progress, you have to make sure that your middle class survives and it survives in better conditions because uh, that's the only way you can actually have an actively uh, progressive country. Uh, speaking of businesses, um, I remember we were, this is, this is uh, something that people make, uh, have a, especially the new generation, one of the reasons also why many businesses um, might go towards decline is because the younger generation are not actually interested in taking over. And I actually understand that because I personally also believe that I'd rather create a business of my own than inherit one from my parents, for example, or take over. Why? I'll tell you why. It's because of control issues and because of the fact that the Obviously, the person who's created that business, um, he will take every and any decision uh, very seriously, and even this, they will they will become sort of control freaks, and you can understand that because after all, they built their businesses and built it from scratch. But you see, there is something there is this, as I always used to say, I've always said this actually, still do, um, that when uh, you know the if you look back in history, the older civilizations. They had more wisdom and more common sense and they were more pragmatic and more realistic compared to us we call ourselves all that but the truth is we have regressed a lot in this uh, in this uh, 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 you know where this is concerned the subject because in the past uh, people acknowledged the fact that their children had grown older they were adults they had to be respected as adults they had to be treated as adults and so they had to be given responsibility as adults and the older generation would back off and let them take control. And um, now that's not the case. Now they want the, their kids to take over, but they want basically to, basically they just want their kids not to take over, but to become their uh, second man, you can say. You know, they want them to become their, their uh, the person who deals with everything on their behalf. So it's not, it's not a person who's taking over, it's a person who is taking care of things on their behalf. So that's not a good idea, actually, in any case. Yes, I understand that you have a certain way of doing things, and when the new generation comes in, they want to change everything. But you need to understand the reason why you're bringing in the new generation is because you ad admitted to yourself that change is needed. In order for a company to grow, in order for an industry to grow, 
changes have to be made according to time. Um, I personally think that there is the best way to deal with the with any uh, company that deals with old, especially old clients, and these are very old loyal clients, for example. And uh, obviously, there has to be some uh, good faith involved for them to have this very long relationship. So yes, I understand the importance of that. And I do uh, believe that when the young generation steps in and they want to, you know, they become a little more strict on the rules and all, that is very, very important. Yes, that's very important. So, uh, but what's also important is maintaining that relationship with your old clients. I think the best uh, way to... Uh, develop your business and you know enable progress is balance you have to balance the two worlds you have to balance the world with the old clientele and then you have to balance the world with the new clientele and the best way to balance it is that you know uh, the first thing that people do when they come is that they make changes to all their rules and all their contracts and then they want it to be applicable to their old clients as well to a certain extent that is validated but i i do believe that the key to having a successful and everlasting business is maintain good faith, maintain relationship, maintain uh, if that contract isn't doing you any harm, maintain the bulk of it with your old customers and clients so that they shouldn't feel that a shift in management means that they have to probably look for alternatives. I can tell you one thing. Losing a fairly new client is not as harmful as losing a decades-old client in business. Um, you may not realize that, but it's a fact. When you have old clients who have been there with you right from the start, your relationship grows, um, your business relationship grows. And yes, there are certain clients who begin to think um, or, yeah, you know, they do begin to think that they should now get more benefits and you should be able to suffer a loss on their behalf. Obviously, when it's when you're dealing with such clients, then yes, you have to put your foot down and you have to apply the new rules, the strict rules, you know, um, with them. But if there are old loyal clients that have been with you and they have maintained their contractual and business relationship with you through thick and thin you should try to prolong the the original uh, relationship and try to let it grow from there on a more beneficial track where it's beneficial for both of you so that they should know that yes all these years that they have maintained uh, this relationship with your business it's, it's worth it and that you're growing together uh, Businesses that always think about one-sided benefits, and that is their own benefits, and that they believe that they have to trample on every other businesses in order to take themselves to the top. Uh, to be honest, that's a very short-term and a very stupid um, uh, notion, because uh, that is actually what takes you to your doom in the long run. So if you want your businesses to last longer and if you want them to be more secure, then you have to be able to know which clientele uh, 
with which clientele you need to maintain your you know ongoing business relationships and with whom you need to cut off and with whom you need to apply the new stricter rules that balance is necessary yes uh, and I think that the parents who are letting their kids take over they need to also understand that that if their kids are coming and trying to establish new rules if their parents will not respect the, that decision then the clients will also not respect them as new management so you're undermining your own child, which will literally last them through the future. I mean, you will have to die for them to to get that control back, to get that respect back. You know, as an as a leader of the company, or as a, as somebody who's in charge. So you you need to stop uh, stunting your children's growth when you want them to take over your businesses. That is the that is a very, very, very fatal mistake that you make. And uh, if you learn to, you know, control yourselves and listen, if you've told somebody that now that's their turn and they should take over, then it means they should take over. It means you need to back off. You can't be a hypocrite and, you know, either tell them very clearly that, listen, I'm still in charge and I still want to be in charge, but I just want you to help me. And I want you to uh, make sure that whatever I want done is done. Okay, just be clear about it. Don't 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 make them think that they're taking over and that now it's their turn and there's a shift in management. Don't make them think that. Especially if you're not going to respect their decisions. It is very important for the proceeding uh, CEO to respect the decisions and the position and the seat of the present CEO, unless he's really doing something that is phenomenally uh, harmful for your business. So yeah, you need to you need to stop being control freaks. You need to learn to stand back a little and let them, because if they don't uh, if they don't try to understand things on their own and learn and uh, you know. If they, if they cannot learn from their mistakes and understand what it is that they're doing and what they need to do, and if they are not given the chance to study the whole, um, you know, the, the whole, the, the prospects, you know, the current prospects and potential prospects, and then they won't be able to actually get the job done. So instead of impeding them, you need to stand back but let them do their work. Otherwise, then yes, get ready to lose your business because your children are not going to come and they're not going to work with you. Um, they will much rather work at a place where they are dealt with as adults and there's a mutual respect there. And, you know, they're dealt with as uh, individuals and not as a child which is how you literally do behave with your kids even although you do say that no we're maintaining a professional um, relationship here and when we go home it's personal and we don't mix the two but you actually do you do and that is what makes it so difficult for your children to take over so yes they will rather much rather go to a place where their decisions are respected where the position is respected and where they can actually get a job done rather than constantly having to be called to the you know uh, 
to the bench and being asked for explanations as to why they did this and why they did that. So it's better that you just hire a personal secretary to get the job done then, because that's basically what you're looking for. So there is all that. Um, and I think when for the new generation, as I said, what they really, really need to understand is that when they when they start a business, um, when you're starting a business, you are free to make your rules, um, but also feel free to change those rules according to the situation, because at the end of the day, you're trying to grow and maintain a business. And obviously, the, because time changes and the older generation is still sticking to older rules, but you as a new generation, you have to follow what's going on right now, because uh, as I said, times change and because of that, the whole methodology of work changes, and we have to keep that in mind. And that is why we set new rules, and that is why we, for example, um, this is a very small example, very, very small example. Um, you will have somebody who owns uh, flats and commercial buildings, and they've rented them out. And the tenants will always come up with an excuse, for example, to delay their rent. And sometimes you even lower their rent because they convince you that they're not doing very well and they have nowhere else to go. Now, when new management comes in or, you know, when the new generation comes in and they suddenly decide that, OK, you know what, we're not going to do business like this anymore. You either pay up or you get lost. Sometimes you may feel that they're being too harsh and you know they don't know what they're doing again as i said if it is an old reliable relationship based on good faith where you know that that person really is facing problems and that that person does come you know he does he does eventually pay his rent despite it all then obviously yes you would have to ensure that the new management keeps that in mind but if you know that there are tenants who are just troublesome and that they are always looking for ways to have to not pay so then yes please by all means because at the end of the day you're going to have to admit to it you need to do something about it so if if suddenly then your sons or your daughters decide that okay you know what we're going to establish this new rule um you pay up or you leave then that should be accepted because at the end of the day nobody is going to go through all that and when they know that there is this main, there is this strict rule and you have to follow it, then nobody's even going to try, to be honest. They try with those people who they see that, you know, we can manipulate them. There is that. Similarly, you know, when you're dealing with clients where, um, as, as an, uh, an aunt of mine was saying that, you know, when her son took over, he, he wouldn't let uh, clients get away with uh, materials. He would say, okay, first pay up front, then take whatever it is that you're paying for. And she was like, you know, at first when I went, uh, it was as if our office would close down, but I didn't say a thing and I backed off because he was the one in charge. So yeah, this this this, this is the, the right call because he's establishing new rules, okay, and he's establishing himself as the new management so the clients now have to respect the fact that this is the person who's in charge now this is the person we're going to be dealing with and this is how he's going to be dealing with us 
and he's making clear-cut rules and if he's making clear-cut rules you know that there you, there is no hanky-panky that can be done there so yes you have to learn to back off um, and especially in today's world where everybody's always looking for a way to get away with uh, all sorts of things and to especially get away with not paying you what they owe you nowadays you have to because this is something that I did myself as well uh, many years ago this is something that I did in Pakistan there's this tradition you know where everybody thinks that oh you know you can I'll pay you and this and that and I I put a stop to it and I'm like listen you pay me up front and I'll write for you whatever it is that you need me to write or I'll help you produce whatever it is that you need me to produce I am not going to waste my time and my energy working on something only to find out at the end that you're not going to pay me because that's exactly what you're going to do so I put my foot down there and since then um, I have had to refuse a lot of offers but but from that what people have learned is that they cannot mess with me they have to give me what they owe me and they know that they're only going to get quality uh, products so those who cannot uh, cannot compromise on quality they will give you you know it's, it's like how um, as I teach as well so there's this other uh, very uh, long growing and even more growing trend in Pakistan where they want that you should teach them for free or for extremely low uh, rates these same people when they go abroad uh, they will pay the, the actual market rates for anything and everything and these same people when they will go to uh, boutiques um, or the, you know of their favorite brands you don't see them negotiating the price there you see them paying up front whatever it is that they need so priorities priorities need to be established in our country by our people our people really need to reevaluate their priorities and our people really need to know that if they want the highest quality of something they should be ready to pay for it and they will have to pay up front before they get whatever it is that they're paying for so so yeah I, I do think that when when we are running a business we must balance the old with the new and it's always best to apply new rules to new clients and to just maybe tweak the old rules so that the mutual benefit uh, between the two parties is still ongoing when it comes to old clients um, harshly just uh, changing uh, the rules and the contracts with uh, decades old clients is actually not wise as I said before unless unless that there is there is actually proof or evidence that the other party is gaining more and that you have been at a loss because of that uh, current contract then yes you're free to do that but I think uh, maintaining a healthy a respectful relationship with old clients and establishing new rules with new clients is um, the best way to maintain balance you know and then you can you know slowly just ease everybody into the 
uh, into the current established rules. So, yeah, I mean, just my two cents on that. Uh, I hope everybody manages to be successful in what they do. Remember, you know best uh, how to do your business. And sometimes because of the rules, the new rules that you establish or the, or, or the rules that you establish upon creating a business, sometimes, uh, like most of the time actually, it, it would lead to a slow, very slow progress. But um, that doesn't mean you should be disheartened or discouraged. It, it usually takes time. I mean, it takes three to five years on a good era. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in the good old days, it took at least uh, five years for you to be able to stand and say that, okay, I'm finally there. I've begun. My business has actually begun. It has taken shape. So now it's not the good old days. And frankly, it could take you even up to 10 years. If, But, you know, as I said, feel free to change accordingly uh, to see whatever benefits you. But always think long term because let me tell you, one of the um, biggest mistakes, fatal mistakes that businesses in Pakistan especially make is they never think long term. They never, uh, they seem to think that it doesn't matter if they have angered a customer or a client by providing uh, low quality services or by, you know, um, not maintaining the minimum standard and they, they think it doesn't matter because you know there are so many other people who will come and so what if this client is gone but they don't get it this is why most of the businesses end up collapsing within months or within just a few years because if you do not have uh, if you do not understand the importance of your clientele the importance of the fact that your business is standing because of your clients and that if you had no clients no customers you would have no business then you know then you might actually uh, gain a long-term uh, and actually established standing business um, because that is one of the, the things that I've noticed in our country and that is uh, uh, it's actually beginning to become a problem for me. It's it's getting very difficult for me to tolerate. You go to restaurants, you go to banks, you go to shops, you go to... These are all service-based industries, as I've said many times before. Service-based industries are industries that are created because of, you know, they're created because of the demand of the people, and those people are their clients and their customers, and... The day uh, those customers and those clients will decide they don't need it anymore, your business is gone. So if you want to maintain your business and if you want your business to be uh, in for the long haul, then you really, really need to give respect to your customers and your clients and you need to... Uh, you need to give them importance and you, you need to understand that the services that you're charging them for you need to provide them and the quality of your services need to be up to standard to mark um, the fact that you think that it's okay to deal dishonestly with your customers and to charge for you know to 
charge astronomical amounts for services that you very the, for completely third class services that is uh, that is corruption obviously and that is dishonest and the fact that you think that you can get away with it and that it's okay and it doesn't matter it says a lot about you so yeah i would revise business practices in pakistan and i would revise the the way people uh, run their businesses in pakistan uh, they need to understand that there would be no business if there was no us so well uh, on that note i wish you all the best in all your endeavors and in all uh, your hard work to make your dreams come true what the the world is getting more difficult life is getting more difficult so yes we will have to adapt accordingly we will have to adopt more strict measures but we should never compromise on quality that that should never be compromised on the fact that in this capitalist world we think that you know it's okay that we're making absolute rubbish and we're charging the earth for it yeah that that is what has gone wrong with the world today and in this world to find somebody who just not compromise on the quality of services that they give and that they do not compromise on the quality of the products that they sell those people will always be sorted out you will always be sorted out so once again best of luck to all of you this is me signing out the hardest.